This episode of the DS Live Podcast is brought to you by Blockbuster Total Access, the convenient, flexible way to rent DVDs online. Everybody and welcome to the DS Live Podcast, episode number twenty-six. Recording this bright and early on Saturday, April twelfth, two thousand eight. As always, I'm your host Lloyd Hannison, the webmaster of Newcoda.com and UKODA.com. And joining me, Edgar First. Sounds like you could almost make a rap song out of that. I I could. I'd have to get some bling and some and some crunk. And no, don't I, pretend good. like you have to get bling. I, you mean I, you have to get bling out of your drawer? That's, that's what you have to do. That's what I. That's what I meant. I meant to say it came out wrong, but that's what I meant to say. <laughs> so how you doing, my friends? Good, dude. It's beautiful Saturday morning here in California, and from what I hear, it's a little bit chilly over there. Is that the case? Uh, it's not too bad, actually. We're uh, going, going. Uh, we're actually warming up. Uh, we've been like in a deep freeze for the longest time, but uh, it actually was above zero this morning when I woke up, which is odd. And I think it's going up, uh, I don't know, to like the the, the teens today. Uh, nice. But tomorrow, uh, or no, Monday, I think it was, it was supposed to be like 26 or something, which is like 70 degrees, so or 65 degrees or something. So it's uh, it's actually we're, it's warming up. We're uh, nice. we're heading into summer. Yeah. And I hear uh, Nick's birthday's coming up. Yeah, Nick's birthday is today. Uh, we had a, a nice little birthday celebration. Uh, gave him his birthday or his uh, breakfast, and then had a nice little cupcake with a candle in it, and uh, gave him a fr- one of his presents. And uh, going out for dinner tonight with uh, some family, and then his big uh, birthday shindig is tomorrow with, uh, I don't know, 20-ish people showing up to make him feel embarrassed and probably very, very shy. But then he'll get to open presents, and then he'll be all happy about it. You guys aren't getting a bounce house out, are you? Cause, or a moon house? Cause no. That's the case. I'm coming over. No, we don't. I mean, maybe maybe soon. N- not this year. Maybe next year. Okay. All right. all right, dude. You got some announcements, huh? Yeah, we got some announcements. Uh, of course, as you guys probably heard, uh, when I uh, started off the podcast, we have a new sponsor uh, for this week. We're going to try it out and see how it happens. And that is Blockbuster. Um, we're going to leave off the ad for a little bit get into some of the news and then i'll give you the uh the the details to let you guys know what blockbuster is doing for us and doing for you um but as always uh please follow us on twitter uh twitter.com slash dasme i'm actually on twitter right now check your wife know that you're getting twittered uh i I twitter all the time by (laughs) by myself with friends it's just (laughs) twitter twitter all everywhere but because aware of this right uh she she knows of the Twitter. I don't know if she knows that I am a regular Twitterer. Are you a closet Twitterer then? I was a closet Twitterer. Uh, Twitterer. That's hard to say. My goodness. <laughs> this early in the morning. Uh, I was a closet Twitterer, but now I've, uh, I've, I've come out and I've, uh, I've, I've sung it proud, sung it loud. I am Good a Twitterer. You, yeah. You go on with your bad stuff. <laughs> All right. And of course, always head on over to the show notes to become a fan of this podcast on Facebook. A lot of you guys up there already. It's nice to see. I'd like to get a few more so we can use that to let you guys know when we're having online game extravaganzas. Hey, Lloyd, how about you ask me that question that you'd love to ask me? Uh, have you Twittered lately? <laughs> oh, wait. The other question. Edgar, person. what do you play? You know what? Uh, mentioned this on the We Spot podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, we recorded one 
geez, a couple days ago. Uh, and yep. it's uh, full of chock full, chock full of uh, very tired hosts, but still awesome as usual. But uh, I talked uh, on that podcast a bit about House of Dead 2 and 3, uh, getting a really crappy gun in the process. Um, well, actually, I didn't review it on that one. I'll review it on the next uh, We Spell podcast. Um, Professor Layton, I love Professor Layton. Lloyd, I want to thank you for that one because I think you are, recommended that one. Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. I'm happy to share the Professor Layton love. Well, let me share it because um, this is – it's like a, the whole um, pay it forward type deal where mm-hmm. Lloyd was kind enough to recommend it to me. I recommended it to one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point now um, I let one of my other – okay. So I'm, I think you guys are aware one of my coworkers, Cindy, purchased a DS upon figuring out how cool it was. And she actually listens to the podcast now and has her family on the East Coast listening. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. What, what's, uh, uh, what's this person's name? Do you want to give a shout out? Cindy is my coworker, and Jill and her family are the ones that listen to this po- the podcast once in a while. Hey, Cindy, and hey, Jill and her family. Yeah, so pretty awesome. She bought, she bought Professor Layton and is digging it. And then uh, a couple of other coworkers were hearing about all the hoopla and how much we were rav- uh, raving about the game. Um, so another one, Brittany, borrowed my DS, my entire DS. I let it go for a week. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Insane? Well, because only reason was because this is the type of girl that would never play video games or and she's only beginning into video games lately like she cursed guitar hero until she actually played it and now she loves it and she was like oh ds and now she took it with her and she on the way back she she couldn't put it down she went through she got through more of the game than i have well because my ds has been and my game has been out of my hands more than anything else Mm -hmm. but uh they absolutely love it to the point where one day they were both talking about this one puzzle that neither of them could really solve, and everyone was, and then slowly but surely, you, it was them two talking, and then they were talking the central area in our building. So our editors and producers were coming out and trying to figure it out. I came out, and we all, we just you know put the puzzle together. It was pretty fun. It was good times. It's oh, awesome. Um, and the fact that you could download you know weekly puzzles is that's actually what sold me on it. I really really dig that because after I finish the game, I'll be able to always pop in my Professor Layton. Di- uh, cartridge and download a new game and relive the magic that was Professor Lane. I'm also rocking out to Rock Band and playing Super Smash Brothers. But actually, I'll make a confession right now. The game I'm playing the most is Guitar Hero 3. Reason being, my company was invited. Um, I've talked about it on the podcast before where we do all the trailers for Guitar Hero and I've been privy to a bunch of information and that Bastard. I can't... Uh, I know. And I can't uh, let Lloyd, La- Lloyd on, on in it. Uh, I can't let you guys in on it. But um, it's pretty cool because I'm part of that. And it's really interesting to see this stuff come out before it does. Or uh, I get to see it before it come out, comes out. Long story short, the advertising agency um, invited all their clients and vendors to a rock-off. And so we get to choose two people. I'm included and this other guy from uh, Kevin from work. And then we have our quote-unquote groupies or entourage that we get to invite. Nice. So it's going to be all day. It's going to be during work. So we get to go out to Venice Beach uh, and go to this ad agency and just rock out with the best of them. And uh, first place is a PS3 with Guitar Hero 3. Wow. Yeah. That's so a nice first, of, price, first place prize. I know. So stoked about that. We'll leave it at that. I just wanted to clue you guys in. Wish me luck. It's this Thursday. Um, so uh, we'll see how far we get, but I, I have a good feeling we'll we'll do good. The girls are making like groupie shirts with uh, um, with the 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 so called name of the our band because it's just nice. me and the dude. Yeah, and it has tour dates on the back. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> That's cool. It's, it's gonna be awesome, Lloyd. 
What have you been playing? Not much. And that's about all I can say. Uh, the only thing that I've been... I, I was playing, of course, uh, Ninja Gaiden or, um, or Gaiden and uh, beat that. And I haven't really picked it up. I wanted to play through on some of the harder difficulties and it just hasn't happened yet. Um, I've played a little bit of Geometry Wars Galaxies on my DS, um, just like five minutes here, ten minutes there. Um, but the only thing that I've really been spending any time on is uh, I finally borrowed a copy of Mass Effect for my 360 and just started that out. Uh, bored it from my boss at work, and I'm about three hours in, so I'm not very far in, actually, but I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm a huge uh, huge RPG nerd, and uh, these types of RPGs are, are definitely uh, right up my alley, so I'm hoping to have a little bit of time to spend and play that in the near future. Nice. That was a very short What We're Playing segment. Very short, except for you and your groupies, bastard. <laughs> Going to the beach with your groupies and your and your secret knowledge. I, I, I know my proprietary knowledge I can't share with anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's torture. It is torture. But let's get into the release list. All right, let's uh, let's see what, if this works, and then we'll get into the release list. Welcome to the DS Life Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the DS scene. All right, that yeah. work around here. Mm, it's working kind of. Anyway, the release list uh, coming out next week. We have a few games. Uh, nothing that's really going to pick my fancy. So I'm probably not going to be picking any of these up, but uh, might be of interest to you guys. So you want to report on that. Uh, the first is MLB 2K8 Fantasy All-Stars. So if you want to get your baseball on, uh, you might want to look elsewhere. Otherwise, you might want to look at this game. Uh, we have Rondo of Swords coming out. Um, High School Musical 2 Work It Out will be coming out. And Corey in the House. So a bunch of kids games and Rondo of Swords uh, coming out next week. So nothing, nothing too interesting for me. Probably not nothing too interesting for Edgar, but uh, who knows <laughs> to the people out there. Yeah, I think both of them are based like on Disney properties, right? Yeah, like I Corey think so. in the House is like a, I think so. Not a TV show, and then High School Music. We all know what High School Musical is. Yeah, it's not not my cup of tea. And Nick's only two, so not not of any interest to him either. So we'll my friend, be- it will be your cup of tea in a few short years. Yeah, probably will. Probably will. I've been watching a hell of a lot of Disney movies. He's like obsessed with Lilo and Stitch and Cars, so oh, cool. so uh, both of them are actually really good Disney movies. So that he it could be worse. He could be watching Cinderella twenty four seven, and uh, it could, he, could, he could start turning into an emo kid. That would be even worse. That, w- that would be even worse. That he yeah. would be outside of the house really fast if that was the case. <laughs> Get out your I'm job, so you sad. bum. <laughs> I'm so sad all the time. Awesome. Well, uh, let's uh, let's let's give you guys so let's tell you what uh, Blockbuster can do for you. Uh, as I said, we're partnering with Blockbuster Total Access, the convenient and flexible way to rent DVDs online with over eighty thousand titles to choose from. Blockbuster Total Access gives you the convenience of renting movies online with a choice of how to return them. You can send them back by mail or head on down to your late to your neighborhood block and exchange them in store for new movies or discounted game rentals at participating blockbuster stores um and uh what are we gonna offer you guys um because uh i I mean i could tell you about our service but you definitely want to get a deal out of it and we're happy to give you a deal so what we can do is if you head on over to dslifepodcast.com, there's going to be a little um, banner that you can click on, and that's going to allow you to sign up for Blockbuster Total Access um, for your first month being $9.99. Uh, the regular price is $19.99, so you're getting a $10 savings. You can check out the service. If you choose to keep it, you can keep on paying your monthly fee and get your DVD on. Uh, if you don't like it, 
feel free to cancel. Uh, there's no no obligation. Uh, you With this plan, you can have three DVDs out at one time with up to five in-store exchanges per month. So if you get a movie in, uh, you, you watch it, you want to get another one. Instead of popping it in the mail, you can actually just head on down to your neighborhood blockbuster and exchange it. You can choose from over 80,000 titles, like I said before, with no due dates or late fees. And of course, there is free shipping on all the DVDs that are sent to you or that you have to send back in. So that's Blockbuster Total Access. Really glad to have them on board. And hopefully you guys will enjoy checking out their service. Um, and I guess I have to say it. It's for U.S. people only. Uh, they only Ooh. offer the service in the U.S. So even I can't take advantage of this, even though I would like to. Oh, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Let's go into news. All right. Well, let's uh, move along. Let's get in the news. DS News. All right. As a bit of a follow-up from last week or last episode, uh, I was telling you about the paddle, um, the Arkanoid paddle that wasn't coming out with Arkanoid and Space Invaders in the U.S. And I said that you'll be able to get your own one uh, imported from Japan if you choose to. Well, I went ahead and did that. I placed an order from YesAsia. I'll be placing a link to this product in the show notes. So if you're interested, you can get one yourself. The only unfortunate problem, it is a $30 product $29.99 for the silver paddle controller so it's a little bit expensive um, but to me it was worth it I I need to to play Arkanoid with the paddle so I went out and bought one myself should be here in a couple days I'm thinking how much it cost you to ship it Uh, I was like five bucks wasn't uh, wasn't very bad at all and the game, twenty or thirty? Uh, it's just the paddle. It's not a game. And it's, oh, but uh, but with the but the game separately. The game is separate. Yeah. But so, how much is the game? Uh, I don't know. The games aren't out yet. Um, they should oh. be out. They should be out soon. Uh, and I believe they were saying that they're going to be uh, one of the discounted prices. So they'll probably be like twenty nine ninety nine or whatever. So the game's out, but I mean the game's not out, but the paddle is. The, well, the paddle is the Japanese paddle. The game is out right. in Japan. So if you wanted it's- to order the Japanese version, feel free. Um, I'm waiting for the U.S. version, and um, so I had to get a paddle since the paddle is not shipping in U.S. in U.S. Gotcha. Canada. Cool. So if you guys are interested, I will uh, post a link in the show notes so you can check it out yourself. Sweet. All right. Uh, you want to hit up the next one? All right. Well, uh, we briefly touched about it on the We Spot podcast, and that is a sequel to, um, I guess, Phoenix Wright. Uh, it's called uh, Miles Edgeworth perfect prosecutor um so it's a game that's going to be coming out you play the role of miles edgeworth the really emo prosecutor guy from the phoenix wright games Uh, but it doesn't take place as a standard phoenix wright game at all Um, basically you are going to be running around so you have direct control over the character and it's going to be kind of an uh, an action adventure game sort of thing where you go looking for clues that uh, the police have missed build your case and then prosecute the guilty looks really cool. And the reason why I want to talk about it here is the, the website has finally launched for it. Um, so we'll put a post a link to that in the show notes. Um, it's a little flash website and, uh, it's in Japanese of course, but, uh, you might be able to get some information out of it. And there's also a nice little article that was over at joystick that I'll put in the show notes as well. Yeah. So far the game looks a little odd. Mm -hmm. Um, It it looks slightly different than uh, what we're used to as far as, uh, um, Phoenix Wright. Yeah, the, the aesthetic is kind of the same, but the, it looks like the animation is really different. Like it's, it's kind of odd. <laughs> like, yeah, just like it you is. said, it's it really is kind of odd, but it looks very cool. And I'm really, really, really hoping that this is coming to the U.S. Like instead of everything being first perspective, um, it looks like you actually control your character around rooms and such. Mm. 
So it's kind of kind of weird. Yeah, it's like an old point and click adventure game kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is pretty cool. All right, next item on the list. You want me to take it? Yeah, sure. All right. So uh, there was a big bust in uh, in the UK, a pirate ring uh, that was setting up shop in various flea markets. And they were selling a disc called, let me look for it, Volume 9 DS Games. Uh, it was actually a DVD. And uh, there was 85,000 of these discs that were um, that were basically busted at an East Yorkshire Sunday market. And uh, basically, each one of these discs had about 6,000 pounds worth of DS games on it. So I guess it was a DVD that was uh, stuffed to the brim with ROMs. So that's about... How many How many car- How many? I think, but a, a cartridge is only like an ounce at max. How many cartridges are in a pound? Uh-huh. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's he going with it? Oh, he's making a pound oh, joke. joke. He's joke. Hit him in his, his American humor making, uh, making a pound ha-ha. joke. So basically $12,000 thereabouts worth of DS games were, were put on a DVD and were being sold for like 25 bucks or whatever they were, they were selling it for. Um, but they busted and uh, basically took, they're saying $20 million worth of, uh, of titles out of the pirate market, which is uh, kind of a neat thing to see that, uh, I don't know, piles of plastic can be worth, Twenty million dollars thereabouts. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, didn't take that much. That many. What was it? Eighty-five thousand discs. That's just a pallet of discs, pretty much. Yeah, That's all it is. I, I'm sure the people that are involved with that probably have hundreds of thousands of more sitting wherever. And there's probably other markets that have similar people with the stuff set up. So, kids, don't pirate games. Go buy the games that you like. Rent the games you don't. You really got to support the people that are making them. Absolutely. All right, guys. Next on the list. This is something that I think both uh, Lloyd and I could get excited about. Gauntlet is coming to the DS. Red not Warrior needs food. <laughs> not only is it coming to the DS, it's coming with voice chat. It's coming with four-player uh, multiplayer modes. So I'm completely stoked about it. If you check out the screenshots, it looks decent. It's not like a straight port of the old school one. It's a brand new game. Yeah, it looks like the newer uh, ones that, that came out in arcades, and then there was ports yeah. of those ones. But yeah, imagine that four player online over the internet or local with voice chat. I'm Oh my god, this, are you kidding? This is like this this just makes me happy in my pants. Uh, I, I don't I think say. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've been uh completely uh obsessed over a Gauntlet game since like the first one in the arcades. Mm. Really old school one. Mm-hmm. But this just seems like so much fun to me. To be able to just get a bunch of friends in, into uh, a game of Gauntlet while you're, you know, in different parts of the world mm-hmm. and play this game, yeah, or totally. completely random people, because it's, you know, it's not like a race in Mario Kart where you race a few times and you're kind of done, or a quick game of Smash Brothers. I mean, you're in it for a bit. So if you find some, uh, uh, you could find some really cool people playing this game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I, I'm totally looking forward to checking this out when it hits. I mean, voice chat. Come on. I mean, Nintendo really has to make this a standard on every online game that they put out. And you know what? You don't really see the um, microphone and headset very often. No. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, there's t- there's like two games that use it. I mean, there was Metroid and there was like a Pokemon game and that was pretty much it. Um, Come on, Nintendo, get on the ball. Yeah, definitely get on the ball and bring on voice chat ball. to Wii while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, get, a, get off the Twitter. Get on get the Twitter. <laughs> You want to jump on the next one? You want to share it? What do you uh, want to do? Uh, let's let's uh, let's jump on the next one. Uh, that is a new Castlevania that's coming out. Uh, it's called. Uh, the, it was basically. It hasn't been announced. 
nothing else has really been said about it. Um, yeah. But the U.S. Trademarks and Patents website has a listing for Castlevania Order of Ecclesia, um, yeah. which is a new DS game, apparently, um, based on some rumors and hints that have come from Capcom. Yeah, basically they announced or they've publicly discussed that uh, the next iteration of Castlevania will be on the DS and they're working hard on it. But we haven't heard anything about it. It was just kind of, you know, hinted that they were working on it. Well, now it looks like we have the name. Uh, And there's only a few companies that really uh, patent names just to throw people off. Like I know Apple does it from time to time. Microsoft will do the same thing just to kind of put uh, lead people off the trail. But most likely this will be the next... uh, Unless it's on a different system, it'll be the next name of your next uh, Castlevania game on the DS. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Sounds interesting. It's uh, different than what they have been doing lately, where like Portrait of Ruin and Dawn of Sorrows and stuff like that. Um, yeah. uh, they're, they're big on the three, uh, the three titled subtitles, uh, but this one sounds a little bit different. So I'm wondering what it really could be about. And actually, let you, let's skip the, the next announcement and put that one to the end. Sure. And let's talk about the next two games that... Uh, that we find interesting, and uh, we have a little bit of tidbits, little tidbits about. Sure, I talked uh, briefly about the Korg DS10 in the last podcast, and actually received some interest. People were uh, really wanting more info. Uh, sent me some emails, and I didn't really have too much to give, um, just because it, there, there's very little bit or very limited data out there, and info and screenshots and everything like that. And then I found this awesome video that was put up over at uh, DS Fanboy, so I'm going to link to it in the show notes. It basically shows the Korg, um, all the interface. It shows them using it as a sequencer, using it as um, a- as everything else. I mean, it, it's it's just there and 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 ready to go. Uh, the really cool thing is uh, it has like a chaos pad built into it. So if, if you guys are into like electronic music, it's basically a pad that you can start drawing shapes and figures on. And uh, and what that will do is allow you to uh, to, to basically alter the way uh, the the music is uh, is there. So yeah, definitely interesting. And uh, I think we had a little bit of a technical blip. Edgar, are you back, my friend? Are you there, Edgar? Oh, Edgar has taken a break. Uh, let's put this on pause, and we'll come back in a couple minutes. Well, to you, it'll be a couple seconds. All right, we're back. It uh, looks like our technical difficulties difficulties have been all cleared up. My talking difficulties are sadly <laughs> still there. <laughs> well, I'm glad we came in for these last two because yeah. these, these last two items I'm really excited about. Well, why, don't, um, why don't you take both of them, Edgar, since you're so excited? You can, oh, you can you're do so it. sweet, Lloyd. Oh, Look I know. at that. I know. I you're care. giving. I care. You do care. Yeah. All right, guys. Square just announced for the DS, officially coming to our shores, Final Fantasy Five DS six uh six four 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 <laughs> not six or four, four, five is it twelve <laughs> it might be thirteen um twenty seven I believe <laughs> aren't they on like aren't they on like Final Fantasy seventy two right now on the PS three anyway I, I think it's Final Fantasy Eve Final Fantasy <laughs> oh wait that's re- four never mind. Anyways, uh, so Final Fantasy IV is officially coming out on the DS. It's been available in Japan for a while now. Um, and just like uh, the remake that we've seen on the, the DS previously of the Final Fantasy series, um, this one is going to be completely rehashed, storyline tweaks, uh, you know, the, the polygon characters instead of the flat sprites. Um, I'm excited. It's coming July 22nd. It's one of the, my favorite RPGs. I think this one, besides uh, uh, Dragon Warrior, were one of the few uh, RPGs, um, well, not, excuse me, it, it, one of the RPGs to get me into RPGs in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think Final Fantasy 3 was my, well, Final Fantasy 6 in Japan was my favorite one. 
Um, but I played this for hours on end during summertime, and I'm definitely picking this one up. If you guys are Final Fantasy freaks, uh, check it out. There's a link on the site. Uh, the cutscenes and the artwork look awesome. Um, and this is, you could probably check out a review of the Japanese one to give you a better idea of what to expect here in the States. But mark your calendars July 22nd, United States, Final Fantasy IV on Nintendo DS. Booyah. Booyah. All right, guys. And what me and Lloyd have talked about for quite a while. Uh, and it wouldn't be too surprising, although I'm really excited about this one. There's been hints by uh, the boss of Famitsu saying that he believes that there will be that Nintendo will be introducing a redesigned DS. What? Um, right now, if you go to to any Nintendo DS site, it's pretty much the hot topic. People are talking about it like crazy, um, and you could take the original Bloomberg. Uh, article and translate it's in Japanese. So if you go to just Google Translate, translate yourself. I couldn't pick out too much of it because there's not too many language. Or you could take a German website and translate it to English, and you could kind of get the gist of it. Um, and it's a little bit harder in Jap- Japanese. So mm-hmm. he says that it may be coming. He obviously doesn't really have any kind of specifics. But uh, Lloyd and I have talked about this for a while, and we both we all know that Nintendo. Every couple of years, release, releases a, a redesign of their handheld. Not necessarily of the console, but definitely of their handheld. So. Yeah, definitely. And, and even though they're, they're talking that this is going to happen, I mean, I, I believe it. There's probably going to be a slight redesign, maybe making it a bit smaller, maybe getting rid of the GBA port, like people have said before. Although with games like uh, Rock Band coming or uh, Guitar Hero coming out that use it, uh, I think Nintendo might be a little bit, uh, I don't know, they it wouldn't make sense for them to do that. Yeah. So I, I can see this as being a redesign, not a, a new version, a new DS coming out. Um, but, but uh, you never know. You could be surprised. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's a really good point about the rock, band, uh, the guitar hero thing, because before that peripheral, mm-hmm. I figured that Nintendo could go ahead and do away with that slot. If they, um, if they had applied a certain amount of features into the DS that people were getting from the GBA slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, that, and that's excluding playing you know, Game Boy uh, Advance games. I'm talking about like in more internal memory, um, you know, uh, uh, upgrade to like the GBA slot in the older DSs could be a software up, or lead to software update that would be used in the new DS, say it came out. But with that contraption for Guitar Hero, I think it's going to be a big enough seller where Nintendo may not even be able to get rid of it. Yeah. And before that, I would have been like, go ahead and get rid of the slot as long as you know you make my DS upgradable in the future. Mm-hmm. So kind of odd. Kind of odd. We'll see how it goes. But um, it's, I think there were hints before about it being like a, a larger screen, brighter, of course, lighter. Yep. But other than that... Better battery, more internal memory, maybe some flash storage for game yeah. saves and, and downloadable content and stuff like that. So... I don't know. It's interesting. I, I'm Reggie Fizami has said in a couple interviews that there's going to be um, like a, a really big game announcement and other interesting things. Um, maybe one of these other interesting things is a new DS. I mean, who knows? I mean, Nintendo's very secretive, and we won't know till like the day that they announce it that this is actually coming. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, what's next on the uh, menu? Well, that's about it for for news. Let's get into uh, some emails that people have sent in. DS Life. Touchback. All right. Uh, the first email comes in from PETA. 
and, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And uh, Peter goes, hi, I'm a 37-year-old lady from Australia, and I just love your podcast. My 7-year-old daughter and I have DS Lights and about 16 games. That's a couple games. Uh, mm-hmm. She loves the cute dogs, cats, and hamster games, and I love Animal Crossing. The Sims 2 Castaway and my personal favorite, the 3-in-1 card games, which has Uno, Skip Bow, and Uno Freefall. Uh, keep up the great work from PETA. And, uh, yeah, thanks for sending that in. And it's really cool to see, um, like families game together. Uh, you don't get a lot of that. You get like parents buying it for their kids. Um, but I wanted to include this cause yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool way to connect with your children, um, by uh, adopting a hobby that they love and, uh, finding some sort of joy in it as well. I know, uh, Kara and I both play our DS. Uh, so we're going to be big gamers when, uh, when Nick, uh, gets older. And hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be trading Pokemans uh, in a few years with him uh, when he gets into that type of stuff. Ooh, can I, read, can I read the next one? Yeah, go for it. All right, Lurch writes in. Why doesn't the DS support wireless AP, uh, WPA? I don't want to drop the security level on my router to allow my DS to connect. You guys rock, Lurch. Lurch. All right. All right. What, you, what would you have? What would you suggest about this? Um, um, it sucks. I mean that that is like one of the, the my biggest complaints with the DS right now is that they haven't upgraded the any of the wireless protocols. Um, so you can do WEP, um, but you sit outside someone's house with a packet sniffer and you can crack their WEP password in like a matter of minutes. I mean, it, yeah. it's not that secure anymore. Um, so WPA is definitely a lot more secure. And the only way to, to get around that is to set up a second wireless router or exactly. or pick up one of those wireless uh, USB keys that Nintendo sells. I've tried both. Um, when I had my PC going, I used that wireless uh, US, uh, the wireless USB key to get on, and it worked really, really well. Um, it's like the Nintendo Wi-Fi uh, adapter. You just plug it into your PC. It runs a little application on your Windows XP or uh, even Vista, I believe, um, machine. Unfortunately, it doesn't support Macs, uh, which is the reason why I don't use it anymore. Um, and, and that will work. Um, but what I've done now is I actually have two wireless routers running. I have a totally insecure wireless network, um, which isn't connected to any of my internal machines. It It is only there for my gaming consoles. So my PS3, my Xbox, and all of my like PSP and, uh, and DS connect to it but it's not connected to any of my other machines and it's actually using a separate IP out to the internet because my, uh, my internet provider offers two IPs for every home customer. And then I have, and then I have my, my, my secure network for all my laptops and desktops, which is WPA. So, I mean, that's an option. Obviously it's expensive and not an option for everybody, but people that can do it, it's actually a really good way to be sure that anybody that's coming to your house and getting on your network to play games can't then go in and start poking around in your files or or installing viruses on your home machines and things like that yeah and the benefit to this is also twofold where um not only was i worried about security but i was also worried about connection speed mm-hmm. and unfortunately when you have a router that does like n it'll get you'll be forced to drop down to lowest common denominator uh and that usually being the ds or other console systems so I also set up a wire, another wireless router. Um, I just had one lying around just because I purchased an Airport Extreme not too long ago. Same um, and so I had an old G1 that I just had laying around, and I popped it in and used my old codes, and, and it worked great. It worked fantastic. Um, and it's something that, uh, like I said, it's a twofold benefit. You don't dumb down all the other computers because the DS or whatever else you decide to put on there um, has its own connection Mm -hmm. so kind of nice kind of nice so that's what we'd suggest if you don't have a wireless router um you know what the usb 
um, option is probably even better because mm-hmm. at that point it's even portable and you could hook it up anywhere as long as you have administrative rights to that machine. Do you even need administrative rights? Yeah, you need to be running as administrator to install the yeah. software. But then after that, um, basically what happens is you try to connect to, um, there's a button in the DS, I can't remember what it is, connect to a Nintendo Wi-Fi spot or something, right. whatever right. it is. And if you're looking at your Windows PC, you get a little blip on your screen saying, um, the DS with the internal name of blah is trying to connect. Do you allow it? And then you click yes or no. So it doesn't mean that even anybody that comes to your house can connect willy nilly. They actually have to be set up on that machine. So it's a, it's a secure way to do it. And it's a heck of a lot easier and cheaper than setting up a second wireless network, unless you already have the equipment laying around. So there you go, Lurch. Hopefully, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, our last email is from Michael Marino, and he writes, I just want to let you guys know that I've been a listener since the beginning, and I love the show, as well as WeSpot. Lloyd's Canadianese is always a blast. I love how anime comes out as anime, which I guess is kind of how I just said the first one. Uh, like the girl's name. Edgar, you serve as a perfect compliment to Lloyd, and I was wondering, how did you guys meet, and whose idea was the podcast originally? Uh, thanks, and I look forward to the next podcast. Ah, let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? All right. Well, this would be uh, circa 1972. 1972, yes. It was a beautiful summer day. It was. I had golden locks, and uh, (laughs) Lloyd was looking as ripped as ever. Yes. Uh, No, (laughs) really. Uh, What happened is uh, when I was doing the PSP podcast, I got this uh, email from a guy that says, Hey, I like your podcast. Do you want to trade promos? I was like, huh, who is this guy? Um, and he posted a link to his podcast and I went over and listened and I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty funny. So I started talking with Edgar and going back and forth in email and we traded promos and stuff like that. And then I found out that the dude didn't even have a PSP. So he was just like blanketing every single podcaster <laughs> out there to Not trade blanketing. promos. Not blanketing. <laughs> Not blanketing. He's... I actually, uh, well, purposefully this, and this actually has to do with podcast alley. Let's, let's, you know what? I don't think I've ever told you this story completely. It was on Podcast Alley, and back in the day, Podcast Alley was huge. Yep. Like, you really want – this is before, I think, even iTunes, I want to say. Yeah, but before it, it, iTunes, it was way of, before iTunes, definitely. Yeah. So Podcast Alley was the place to go and have your podcast seen. And we were doing our damnedest to get everyone to vote on Podcast Alley, Podcast Alley. And uh, – that month, coincidentally, we climbed up the ranks and we were like 42nd or something. And what's the best way to get seen and, you know, and, and heard by more ears is by checking out a podcast that's you know, close in the ranking. So I looked up about four or five notches on the podcast alley because you don't want to step down. Mm, you no. don't want to go down. No, you got to go, go up. You, you got to move up. up. But you can't go too sky. high because then the people will laugh at you. To a deluxe so, apartment in the sky. Yeah. So I looked about five notches up and there there's a, a PSP podcast. I was like, oh I'll check it out. I was like, well this guy does a very well done show. I like I like the cut of his jib. It's not quite uh like ours, but it, you know, it's a it's a very well done podcast. And that's when uh, I ran across uh, the PSP podcast email Lloyd and it went well and we actually kept in contact and traded, you know, tips and talked about games and whatnot. And then, um, yeah, it was not cool. too long. I'm sorry. I, it was pretty cool. Like you were, you were heading out to E3 and, uh, you offered to send me some, some news, take some pictures and, and whatnot, um, of the PSP stuff. And that's when we like really started talking a lot, like going yeah. back and forth. And it, then it, then it, like we started IMing each other and it almost became like a daily thing when we were talking back and forth all the time. 
Yeah, we did the massive uh, E3 extravaganza mm-hmm. where it was like a three-hour podcast. Yeah, it was insane. It was awesome. Yeah, though. I think that was the yeah that was that was really fun. I think that was the first time we did a podcast together. Um, and and at that point, um, it was Nerdblurb and the PSP podcast. So it was literally me, Steve, and Lloyd, all of us, you know, talking about games and whatnot. And that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was quite draining because it was three hours worth of talking, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a really good time. And we figured out that it was something that um, that people really enjoyed. I mean, a lot of it was people really digging it um, mm-hmm. and saying that they liked it. And like you mentioned in in your email, that um, uh, Michael, that it compliments that we compliment each other very well. So we say, hey, let's let's see what, we, what else we could do. And I don't know how the DS. We were bet- we were batting around ideas. I think you had recently just gotten a DS because uh, I said the DS was really good, blah blah blah. And then you picked up one, and you I think you had Mario Kart, and you were just like, "This is the best thing ever." Yeah, I, I like, didn't. I wasn't into the DS at all until they announced the DS Lite, and mm-hmm. I was there first day. I mean, mm-hmm. I pre-ordered mine, and I wasn't. I was, hadn't been so pumped for a system in a really long time, and it pretty much changed my life. So obviously, I was pretty stoked about it, and. Uh, how long after did I get a DS that we started recording the podcast? Oh, it, w- it was it was pretty close. Like we we started talking and we said, "Hey, do you want to do a DS podcast?" And and we're like, "Oh yeah, that would be great." We both started talking about. Um, we just decided to do it one weekend. Uh, we had you and and Steve um, and uh, and myself sat down and did it. We did like the the, the episode zero first to uh, to see if it worked, and it it went really yeah. well. Then yeah. a couple weeks later, we did episode one, and it was it was going really good. And then Steve uh, bitched out and uh, decided to uh, <laughs> say, "I don't want to do podcasts with you guys anymore because it's too much work, or, or yeah. whatever it was." Uh, <laughs> and so it it cut down to just Edgar and myself, and uh, which is actually in the end was probably a lot easier to plan to get two people together than three people together because uh, we have busy schedules, and I can't imagine trying to do it with someone else in there as well. You know, we should still we should. Uh, just throwing something out there, we should actually do another extravaganza where we just get maybe like when we actually do. We should do a the, PAX extravaganza. Maybe we should. I, t- I talked to Steve about it. I'm not sure if he's going to go. I'm still. St- I really want to go. I'm still checking out my uh, my schedule and my finances mm-hmm. to see if I'll be able to make yeah. it. But yeah, it seems like it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm totally. I'm I'm actually heading out to PAX with some members of Newcoda.com. Uh, it's going to be so it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be covering a lot of stuff there, but it would just be like extra super sweet if uh, Edgar came out and we could actually do like daily podcasts updates and stuff like that. And just yeah, really, a live podcast when we're in the same room, that would be almost weird. I'd actually have to look at your face. I don't know. <laughs> I, know. I, don't know. I don't know if I can oh, do this. Cause I, I, I just, right now I have a big picture of your butt on my wall. So you might have to face away from me into your microphone. Cause I don't know if I could do it looking like right in your face. It makes sense because you call me ass face all the time I, and I didn't get it. I, I thought do. you were just being mean. Oh, I, th- I thought you were, I thought you picked up on that. I guess not. Well, that's kind of weird. All right. Well, there you go, Michael. That's how, uh, that's how the, the two enigmas came together to form the, the tight podcast team of DS life and we spot podcast. <sighs> All right, so I think we're just about done with. This, yeah, right? I think that's a, I think that's about it. That's our last email. Thanks uh, for sending that in, and uh, we love to hear from you guys. Actually, let's let's uh, 
No, that's fine. No, we'd love to hear from you guys. There's many ways to do it. Um, that it's not fun to hear from them. No, what, what, no, no I was I was thinking something else, but never mind. It it didn't work out, so so that's fine. Um, remember to head on over to dslightpodcast.com and sign up for Blockbuster um, Total Access. Definitely check it out and let us know what you think. Uh, I know Edgar's a fan of it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Through the website, login through the website. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they have to go to dslightpodcast.com because they're unfortunately they're not set up to do promo codes, so I can't just give you a promo code and. You go sign up and type it in. Uh, you actually have to do it through a click. So head on over to dslightpodcast.com, do a clicky, and uh, head on over and sign up. Ten bucks gets you in for a month. Uh, yeah, and, give it a shot, guys. And it's give it's, it a shot. It's pretty cool. And uh, definitely do that and let us know what you think. Um, what else? Uh, we love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can send us an email that we can read in future episodes of the podcast. You can do that by heading on over to dslightpodcast.com. And after you sign up for Blockbuster Total Access, you can click contact us at the top of the page and send us an email. You can email us directly at dslifepodcast at gmail.com or send us a voicemail that we can hopefully play in future episodes. And our voicemail nine is area code 206-326-1221. It sounded like you said voicemail nine. Line. Voicemail my voice nine. is starting to crack up. I don't know. I, I haven't had any tea or anything warm to drink this morning, so my throat is just wrecked. I don't know what the problem is. I should have and gentlemen, I, I should have had some tea. You you were right, Edgar. I was wrong. You should have had some tea. Ladies and gentlemen, that number again once again that number once again is two zero six three two six one two two one. The the voicemail nine. Wine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> this was a great podcast. I had a lot of fun. We should do this again sometime. We should. This this is good. this is fun. We should like get together and actually podcast regularly. Yeah, this was a good time. Yeah, the, the joining of the podcast minds. Oh wait, we've already done twenty six episodes, so we have done that. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I think we're out. We are out. We will talk to you guys next time. Uh, definitely check out uh, all the news and let us know what you are interested in. Uh, we definitely want to take more hints from you guys and talk about what you guys are interested in hearing. So have a great uh, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Later. Okay, that didn't work. Damn it. DS Life, your DS news source. Damn you, outro. You are late. You are late, making me look like the fool. Damn it.